0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Standard Room Only Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Ben Standig, and I cover the Washington Commanders for The Athletic. It is Sunday evening here in the DMV, and of course I was today out at a dreary FedEx field uh, to watch the Washington Commanders' latest debacle, uh, a 45-15 home loss to the Miami Dolphins. You know, the saying goes, if you don't have, any, have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Doesn't really work for a podcast, so I'm going to have to come up with ways to discuss what transpired today, and more importantly, just kind of what where this leaves the franchise. Uh, to help me with that, Michael Phillips, uh, who's now writing for the Washington Times and hosting Sports Talk Radio in Richmond. Michael joined me after the game. The, 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 the specifics of the game were, were largely a backdrop of, To the conversation, but we did, of course, discuss the various defensive breakdowns Sam Howell, Ron Rivera's first game uh, back as defensive play caller since 2019, and where things go from here, including Rivera's own status. So, uh, always a fun conversation with Michael, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, Of course, you can find me on X formerly known as Twitter at Ben Standick to vent your thoughts about this game. Uh, and of course uh, you can do so as well in the comment section on the athletic. I have a new story up about Rivera's future and whether or not it makes any sense to uh, cut bait now with four games to go. Commanders are on a buy this week and then they return to action week 15 out in LA against the Rams. Um, Look, we've kind of gone through a lot of this already. It feels like it's, I can't even say that it's like Groundhog Day, even with the 45 points again, because at least last week against Dallas, you know, it was a competitive game in the first half. And, you know, Dallas didn't really pull away until the fourth quarter. And then things got out of hand. This game, like I said, was over three plays in when Tyree Kill beat Washington deep for a 78-yard touchdown. He later had a 60-yarder. This was a name-your-score kind of a game. Um, We know Miami had 70 points in a game earlier this year. They could have had more than 45 without question if they had, you know, sort of kept it going, but they uh, took the foot off the gas a little bit uh, in the second half for sure. There is uh, not much to say, like I said, on a positive front other than Sam Howell had some good moments again, both uh, 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 finding ways to produce even... With some broken plays, he also had some nice runs twice. He scored touchdowns, including a nice uh, scramble where he had to maneuver his way through the defense to get in the end zone. He also had his third pick six in as many games and took a bunch more hits. This was just, uh, you know, there's almost nothing to point to on offense or defense Uh, that was special. Obviously, I haven't seen... The tape yet, but I really don't see how the tape's going to change my mind on that front. And uh, you know, look, nor nor should it. We can sit here and say there's the it's the the bye week is here, and they can have time to figure some things out. Obviously, the playoffs are over; they can't even have a winning record at this point this year. For the record, they have not been officially eliminated from the playoffs, but you know, just being realistic. Uh, well, I, I think. You know, I I talked about this how a few weeks back, I think a lot of us recognized this season was over when they lost to the Giants the second time. I think you could tell Ron Rivera had some resignation about where things were going. When they got smushed by Dallas last week, the comments in the players suggested that the comments in the locker room, sorry, suggested the players understood that this season was 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 done. At least though. Rivera in particular could keep sort of talking about growth and development. Even that now has taken a hit as far as acceptance among the players. Uh, This is what Antonio Gibson had to say after the game about growth and development talk. To me, I'll say it sounds like words now. We're not going to keep saying that in the back end of this season. It's too late for growth right now. We can finish off the season strong and head into next year with growth, but it's too late for that right now, end quote. Um, look, I'm, I don't want to. I don't think the team has, has given up on the coach or the coaching staff. Obviously, the results, though, you could you could interpret something along those lines. We'll see how they are after the bye. There are still four games to go. Again, I, I just don't think it really makes. It doesn't really matter that much to move on from Rivera or not. If they're go, that's going to happen. I, 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 at a minimum, I hope people understand. That, you know. Josh Harris will be making changes if if you need them to come in immediately. I I don't know what to tell you other than just, you're going to have to be patient, I believe. And I think that's the reasonable way to look at it. There's almost nothing that can be done here the rest of this season, other than just evaluate players. And frankly, what, no matter who's coaching or what's going on, I don't see how any of that changes, nor do I think it really matters. So uh, again, Michael and I will get into this a bit more and you can read my article on the athletic as well. As for the schedule this week, just for the record, tomorrow, meaning Monday, Ron Rivera will hold his usual uh, post-game conversation with with the media. And then I believe they are going to go on their bye week, uh, hopefully. Well, I'm certainly hoping that they don't practice later in the week, but uh, before they are allowed to head out of town. So that's what's going on with that. Um, let's get to my conversation with Michael. Uh I, I won't even pretend we tried to find the sunny side in this because there really isn't any. But we had to discuss it, and uh, hopefully you're willing to listen to it. So here we go, my conversation with Michael Phillips here on the Standard Groom Only Podcast. All right, uh, we have to talk about this game. Technically, I'm not, like, contracted to do this, but <laughs> this is what I signed up for. To, to podcast about the Washington Commanders, and we've got to do it no matter what. Uh, here to help me do that, as he's done many times before, Michael Phillips. Uh Wait, I'm blanking. What, what are the
1: call letters for your uh, station? 910, the fan in Richmond. Uh, it's uh, not 10 to noon weekdays. Um, also in the Washington Times wrote about this game. Um, can't say uh, I'm feeling Pulitzer uh, out of this, but uh, I too am contractually obligated to say things about football when it takes place, and I, I met my contractual
0: obligations today. Um, what, what, where do we get That's out for a endorsement. Y- you know, like even last week against Dallas, like obviously, you know, it was a, a big blowout by the end. But the first half, you know, Washington uh, scores a, a touchdown on a Sam Howell run with like yeah. two minutes to go in the half. It's like a four-point game. Like oh, okay, yeah. it's gonna Dallas is gonna win. But it was competitive but, but like, into the fourth. Right, but there was a, it was a game. There was yeah. a functioning a game. We, they're going to do this, we do that, yeah. what have you. This game was over three plays into Miami's first possession when Tyreek Hill, as expected, hmm. caught a pass and just went zoop right past everybody for a 78-yard touchdown. Then came there was a pick six. Tyreek has another long touchdown on a, a great adjustment. And this was a game that Washington... Was never in. There's no like, well, what, you know, what if kind of stuff. And I think to me, this is like every time you think it can't get worse, to some degree, this felt like it did because of that reason that they were uncompetitive. They tried. I'm not suggesting that, yeah. but from a game planning perspective, uncompetitive and and yeah, I, I it's the, it's hard to say anything else beyond that. I guess
1: the Dolphins put up 70 on the Broncos earlier this year. If they had wanted to do 70 today, I think they could have. I don't think anybody would have stopped him. Uh, And that, right, that was the deflating feeling of, like, no matter how many points they scored, they were in full control of this game. Start to finish, it's, you know, part of why there was the Jack Del Rio firing happened after Dallas was because it was an embarrassing loss. This was an embarrassing loss, too. The embarrassing losses are stacking. Now, I, I do think the goal is still to get Ron Rivera to Week 18, to not have to make that move in season, but dang, if it isn't really hard not to
0: be reactionary after games like this you understand why people get reactionary after watching that product right and, and this is what it'll be interesting with the with the Harris group i mean i feel like if it was the previous owner ron's yep. probably gone by now yep i've made the case before i don't see what the point is at this at this stage i mean there's the there's the fun part of just saying well look if they're losing the more they lose the better draft scenario they're going to have so why make a change on the other hand, yeah, this is getting a bit much, but I don't think anything really matters. What matters is what's going to happen in the offseason, and just they got to get to the finish line here. And look, here's the other thing. This was going to be the tougher part of the schedule. We knew this from the jump. They were going to have to win those games early in the season, uh, and they were even some, quote-unquote, easier ones on paper than you would have thought because like, the Giants way worse, Mm -hmm. and yet they obviously didn't get the job done. Now back-to-back weeks, smoked by Dallas, one of the best teams, smoked by Miami, one of the best teams. There's other best teams coming up. Yes. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, You've got the Rams, who
1: are well-coached, but not a great team. That's your chance to get a breather, get a win. Uh, The Jets have such a good defense. I'm intrigued to see how Sam Howell does against them. The Niners are going to beat you by 50, and then the Cowboys, of course, to finish the year. I don't... I mean, just... That is what it is with Kyle Shanahan, right? Like, I don't think I don't think he's gonna care that there was an ownership change. I think he's gonna yeah. come in here guns blazing. By the way, can we talk about how many Dolphins fans there were here? That was Ooh. a strong
0: showing by the Dolphins crowd. Quite a lot. I mean, the lower bowl, like their colors really stand out. And That's they true. Were, they were in they force, yes, in, 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 the, in the in the lower bowl at least. For, for for sure um so you talk about reaction where are you at with, with the rivera situation right now are you in the get- i'm try,
1: i'm trying to write it out i'm trying hard to write it out i'm doing I'm, I'm doing my best to write it out i think it's for the best for everybody if they write it out um you know and you've got the bye week that's a little bit of a reset i think the bye week is great because everybody gets to take a breather and not have to be at 11 all week long it's quite to be hard to come back from the bye week though for the players, for the coaches, for us. Um, You know, just knowing you're coming back to work to play four professional football games with nothing on the line in them. Now, I I will say, uh, they were on the Foxes in the Hunt graphic uh, at at halftime of the Eagles-Niners game. Uh, I have no clue who put that together. Uh, Personally, I don't think they're in the Hunt. Uh, I'll defer to the good people of Fox Television. They've they've never perpetuated falsehoods before, so... uh, (laughs)
0: Sorry, I had to. Um, it's also the station that, or the network that has Carissa Thompson, so That's right,
1: that's right. Carissa Thompson put the graphic together. We're right, in, in the hunt, baby. Let's go. Let's get it down the stretch. Um, it, it, the, the tough part is, right, that you've got so many good defenses coming up. Uh, Sam Howell looked a little lost today. The pressure was too much for him. I thought, um, and, and that led to some bad decisions, some errant throws. There were a few moments. I wrote about this in the Washington Times, right? Like a few moments where you're like that kid's good, that kid's got it, man. The sidearm throw to Curtis, the touchdown run, he's got those plays. It's like, man, he can do it. But you'd have to say the bulk of his day was him not doing it. Uh, and, and that's a thats a big issue as you go into these games against better defenses. Better defenses are going to play even better
0: against Sam Howell. And, oh, boy, that doesn't sound great. Right. And, and that's the thing, right? Like we've said all along, what Matt and Ron Rivera certainly tried to make this point midway through the season that with this at this point it's all about Sam Howe and his progression. Yeah, uh, Ron Rivera's presence on this staff does not impact that because they've already we already know Eric Bieniemy is running the whole offense, and the reality is if you wanted to, you know, if Eric Bien-Aimé were to be given the interim head coaching job, that now takes him away from Sam Howell one way or the other who, who anybody who thinks that's not the case I don't know what to tell you right a head coach has
1: responsibilities and jobs it's not just a title you give somebody because you think oh my gosh like this is fun to give it to him but also like the play design I mean let's, well, let's break it down because you go into the film room on this the pick six they knew what that play was going to be yeah right. did Sam Howell tip it or did Eric Bieniemy tip it by only ever doing that out of that formation? I've got my hunches. I'm not sure I'm ready to go 100% driving down that road. But somebody tipped that play that they knew from their film study. When they give that look, go do this thing. That's bad. Right. That's all. That's bad. That's the take. Right. That's bad. Right. <laughs> right. Right. For
0: sure. For, for, for sure. So yeah, I mean, we'll you know we'll, we'll talk about, about this more. I wrote about it the athletic, the notion of what to do with Ron, but um beyond that, man, I mean, I, when I when I walked up to the stadium today, I think we all had the same reaction. A lot of rain last night, ton of fog this morning, and yeah. you pull up to the stadium, and you and we're not even that far away from the parking lot, and you can't even see it. And I just tweeted out a picture of the stadium that you can't see a foggy sky, and just wrote a metaphor <laughs> because literally everything is unclear at this point as yeah. to what is going what is going to happen
1: up. Can I put you on the spot for a second? Sure. Sam Howell, are you questioning whether he goes into 24 as the guy? I'll answer to. Any any doubt percolating there? Because I think a few weeks ago we all said, this guy will get another year.
0: Yeah.
1: Any doubts? Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) It would be. I mean, I have. I never went all in on the he's the guy the way a lot of fans wanted that to happen. And part of my thinking was, look, let's see the last six games because prior to the Dallas game, the toughest defense he had faced all year was New England, who's sort of middle of the pack by in terms of uh, sure. various metrics. Yeah. Dallas was like third. Didn't things didn't go as well? Although I thought Howe was okay in the first half. Yeah. Today, like you said, there were some moments, uh, and he did a good job with his legs. But yeah, there has to be some question. And if somebody else is, and then you've got there's three remaining games against the Jets, the Niners, and Dallas, all who are like uh, among the top 10 teams in defensive rankings, how he goes through those games will say a lot. But again, the the, the whole point here for me was, can he shut the door to any question about this for whomever is going to be making the decisions next year? The more this is just sort of a potential limp to the finish for him, I'm not talking about the team. That will raise the question for the next group to say, is he the answer? So, yeah, I I have questions. I think draft pick's just a huge consideration here, too.
1: Like, if these guys lose into the number three overall pick, there's probably going to be a really good quarterback still on the board at number three. You have to consider it. If you can get an elite quarterback without trading, you have to consider it. If they win a couple and you're sitting at pick number nine or ten, well, I, I don't know that even even with everything we saw today, I'm not going to stand on the table and say like, trade down, do you go get your, or trade up, go get your guy, like, you know, you could say like, hey, pick 9 or 10, let's get a really good football player, start building this operation the right way. Um, if they're in position to draft a quarterback and they fall in love with a quarterback, I'd probably tell them to do it. A lot of it's on Sam Howell. He can win his way out of this, right? You talk about the Jets game. The Jets aren't going to score any points against these guys. Jets don't ever score points. You to talk about the Rams game. Sam Howell can beat the Rams. If he can win these games, he can essentially win his job for next year. Right. And even if,
0: if you know, look, the defense is not helping the cause. Again, a, t- a ton of splash plays allowed. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> 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 Pl- plays allowed by Miami. Um, you know, I, I think like a lot of these games, it's sort of like, look, if Sam Howe can get the offensive score in the high 20s, 30, somewhere, and they lose, that's sort of the best-case scenario, he shows something, and the team remains uh, viable for that top-five pick or so. Yeah. That, to me, is going to be key. But you're right. If they do end up with a top-five pick, or even a better top-three, like you said, that player coming into the league will be higher graded than Sam Howe was when he came in. And I know we're he looking is. at a Sam Howe two years later, Yeah. but... That's what you have to project. How does how is that person going to be versus how? And I suspected Hal loses that head-to-head battle yes. with new eyes um, on the on the situation. Um, look, as we discussed, there's not a ton of to talk about this game. But can we get to this? Last game here, the players found out after the game no hot water. <laughs> Today, oh. we're we're in the locker room oh. waiting to talk to, I think, John Allen, and all of a sudden the fire alarm starts going off with like the automated message, you know. There's been something reported in the building or whatever, and we're all just. Every, even the players are looking around like, "You've oh. got to be kidding me." I think you were there for Logan Thomas. Oh. What did What did he say? It was something like, it, ha, "Had he processed this? He's like, yeah, I, I view it as like fiction. Cause I, that's how could this happen?" I believe David Aldridge
1: said you couldn't write stuff. You couldn't write anything this this wild. And, and Logan said, "Yeah, you could. It'd be called fiction." <laughs> Yeah, that was a great line. It it, it, it really it really it, was. It just it's always something here, right? And I, I mean that's that's just another like. Part of the, the resetting expectations here is everybody's realized. No, the team won't instantly be good without Dan Snyder, but no, the facilities won't be instantly better either. They've they put some money in, they've done some nice things. Logan Thomas actually, in an article I wrote a couple weeks ago, was very complimentary of what the Harris Group has done in terms of like building a space for families and, and you know giving them day-to-day resources in Ashburn to get the things they need. But it doesn't fix all your problems. They're
0: still we're still in still in purgatory, man. We, 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 we are, and that's a thing, like, I don't know what we did to deserve this, but... <laughs> you know, I, I, look, I can't tell anybody what to do from, the like a reading interest, but, like, for me, like, I, you know, because like you said, we're in purgatory here, too. We're, we're, we're all looking at each other every week right now going, what are we right? What, what are we talking about? What, what are we doing? What can they be done? And I think all we're all waiting is to the end of the year. Yeah. I think that's all I can tell for fans It's well. going to be a busy January, right? Because yeah. we're,
1: we're, we're talking GM, coach, Coordinators, I mean signings, you know these big draft picks. So the Senior Bowl is going to be of interest this year, right? In a way, it's not normally of interest because not just the first rounder, pair of seconds that are going to be really high up too. Like this is going to be a fun January. Buckle up! uh, But we're in the line right now. We're at at Disney World, like, and it's a two-hour line to get there. And you just got to stand there and be hot and miserable
0: until we get to to the ride. Disney World doesn't work on their ingress and egress. I heard, that's an, I heard that's an important uh an important thing um look i don't know anything i mean i i almost want to say like is there anything from the game that you want to mention i mean look terry McLaurin did not catch a pass second uh, I, time I in his entire, mentioning second time in his entire career uh that has occurred brian robinson left with a yeah, hamstring. hamstring did not return uh, uh kind of a little wacky
1: um Coming out of halftime, which we both acknowledged the game was over at halftime, Ron Rivera told the sideline reporter on Fox, "We need to run the ball more."
0: Um, was, was like a super weird comment, right? You're down. Well, it was 31-7 at halftime, <laughs> right? and also he tried it in the second half. A 53-yard field goal by Joey Sly, still being down a ton of points, and it's again, it's rainy, it's kind of ugly conditions. Regardless, another another weird call. I, I don't know, man.
1: Uh, are, are we in the Callahan zone of running out the clock now, and everybody everybody sees it, right? Like, I, I, I mean, I don't think Ron was coaching to win there for the last 20 minutes of that game. Uh, I, nor do I think he could have been or should have been. Like it just and oh, props to them for putting Jacoby Brissett in at the end.
0: Sam Howell's taken enough of a beating this year. Sp- spare the kid. Right. We did see a, had a Jacoby Brissett sighting for the last. Two minutes, basically a couple of handoffs. O- only handoffs, so he's not on the board yet. Uh, not not on the box for a board yet. Uh, let's see here. Sam Howell got sacked three times, was hit nine times, according to the official stats. Just pile that on to yeah. the abuse he's, uh, he's been taking. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't envy... Look, we all have to do it, but, but having to talk about it on the radio... I mean, you, you at least can veer off into some other topics... This is a JMU co- football show. I don't know what you're talking right. about. Co- college basketball, <laughs> college football. But, I mean... <laughs>
1: Logan Paulson's in the booth next to us and just just greeted Ben. Yeah. I uh, said, you're number one, I believe. Yeah. I
0: believe that's exactly the greeting. <laughs> I believe that's exactly the greeting that I that I just got. Um, so, congrats to Ben on being number one. So, <laughs> there you go. Is there anything at this point for you, you know, they'll, they'll have the bye and then they'll come back. Is there anything for you at this point that is... It's not the season's not salvageable, but in terms of just something that you're like, okay, look, can they at least do this for the final four games? They couldn't even have Emmanuel Forbes out there to yeah. work through his uh, slow, slow uh, rough year because he's out with an injury. Is there anything that for you you're like, okay, could you at least do this? Try this? Change that?
1: I'm I'm all in on Sam Howell. That's all I'm watching the rest of the way. I, I just think that's storyline number one here on defense. I I had hoped to you know that we could see you know make. Definitive judgments on Percy Butler, on Cam Curl, you know, your decision-making guys. Um, I don't know that today brought me any wisdom or enlightenment in that regard. Um, I don't know that I learned anything about either of them today. Uh, I'm intrigued by the Rams game. That is a... Probably not super talented team on paper that is really well coached and scrappy, uh, which maybe is in some ways is the opposite of this team, which is kind of talented on paper and super not scrappy and underachieving and maybe not well coached uh, in real life. Um, so so a match of, of, of opposites a little bit. Uh, I would love to see them rise to that challenge, put one, put one in the bag, uh, but I, I'm not... Swelling with
0: optimism right now, Ben. Well, look, the last four games, two of them are against coaches that were on that famous 2013 staff. And Tell me more. All right. Only adding, to, <laughs> only adding to the whole like people who are, want to change and they're oh. like, oh, that's a real reminder of what it could have been, even though Here, I don't here's a, think. It here's the
1: good been. news. And nobody on this staff who's going to be a head coach in the NFL anytime
0: soon. There you go. All right, uh, Michael Phillips, fantastic as always uh tell everybody again where they can go find you uh, michael p and rva on social media the
1: x uh dante hall the x remember him the x factor mm-hmm. toss up the x uh on the x factor uh and uh 10 to noon every day mp on the mic uh we do we do a lot of richmond centric stuff down there obviously some commanders talk because that's that's commanders country as you know commanders country let's ride um but we also uh vcu basketball jmu football uh all the good stuff uh we got uh, Penny Hardways coming to town this week with his Memphis squad to take on VCU. I want to say that's Wednesday night.
0: Uh, I'm excited oh, for that. That is intriguing. More intriguing than uh, some other uh, games we we. we, also, we I'll about. say
1: this. Look, I, we can all level here. We can be honest. It's in, in the standing room. Kind of excited for a trip to L.A. in December. Uh, oh. up. I mean, this that's, is... that's not the worst outcome in the world. Oh, I've been... <laughs> right. I I, I Whether they are excited about the buy or not, I know we are. Great stadium. That'll be your first time there, I believe. Correct. Uh, That's in my top five. That's a phenomenal stadium. Uh, So I I don't know. A lot to look forward to. And the red eye back, not looking forward to. Uh, But everything else, everything else coming up, Phillip's. (laughs) <laughs> right. If you were thinking about who we bail, if you had tickets to go to this game and you're thinking about bailing, it's no. still LA. Don't bail. Yeah. Don't yeah. bail. It will be delightful Just- and lovely. Yeah. It's a beautiful stadium. Right. Uh, they spent $17 trillion on it. Um, you can scout. You can help Dodge Harris scout for a new stadium. You know what? What? What do they want? You know, can I give you what I don't like about it? They, sure. The, and this is the new trend. Minnesota's got this too. Uh, Atlanta's got this. The roof that they call translucent, right? So it's a domed stadium, but the sun still shines in to create the natural light effect. I don't know, man. I, I like. I like a retract, a full-on retractable roof. I like the option to be fully outdoors. That's why. That's why Jerry World's still one of my favorites. They can. They can make Jerry World be fully
0: outdoors. I like that. I, I concur with that. I mean, like, you know, football does not have to be played in a hermetically sealed environment and just have the option. Yeah,
1: you you have to have the, the, the hermetically sealed option for concerts, Final Fours, like yep. all, all that other stuff that makes money now. But football still, you know, I don't, mind. I don't mind a little nitty-gritty
0: on my football. Totally agree. Uh, appreciate you talking about the nitty-gritty of this team with me. <laughs> we'll uh, We'll see what happens. Take care. Alright, big thanks to Michael Phillips for his time, and of course, thanks to everyone here for checking out the podcast. Uh, I, I forgot to mention at the top, but I had a story out on Friday about, ironically, FedEx Field. And while everybody wants it to blow up and go away, there are still people who whose job it is to care for the stadium. Um, by the way, there was a fire alarm that went off today. I swear I'm not making that up. Uh, in the locker room after the game. Anywho, uh, that is it for now. Ben Standing signing off. Until next time, see ya.